The Money Show. Small business. And on to small business this evening. Alon Rays joins us this evening. Alon is the chief executive at Rays Corp. And when one gets a sense when one looks at a startup and you go, Jesus, what a brilliant idea. What a brilliant idea. This is scalable. This is something that's going to change the world. This is uh, the person who's come up with this concept is going to take it and fly. And then you look at another idea. You say, Jesus, that's a fantastic idea. But how on earth are they going to make this go beyond themselves? And I suppose that's the, uh, the the real stress of every startup, Alon. Thanks, Bruce. Yes, and uh, that's uh, what I've been trying to work out for the last twenty-two years: is uh, <laughs> which ones will scale and which ones will fail. And uh, and sometimes I don't mind if they fail as long as they can scale again. But very few scale. And um, what I'd like to talk to you about tonight is maybe some of the the tips and, uh, and things that I think about when deciding whether to invest in a business as to whether they will scale or not. Absolutely. And if you've got an idea that you want to bounce off Alon this evening, if you're going, you know, can this idea scale? Does he think? Because Alon knows this stuff. He's been doing it for 22 years. And he's going to share with you his views on what does and doesn't work. But if you've got a specific question you want to ask Alon, give us a shout this evening. Or drop us a WhatsApp, 072-702-1702. Where do you want to start with this one? I suppose it all starts maybe with a vision. There is that... Um Let's talk about vision because there's a there's a great uh, business writer Richard Rommelt um, who speaks about the fact that um, most entrepreneurs and CEOs of large American corporates don't understand the difference between vision and strategy, and so a, a typical a typical example of that would be so what's your your vision and somebody would say well um, <clears throat> that would be to um, well, I don't know, uh, but what's your strategy? Uh, well, it's to be in five countries in the next um, five years. That's so. So, the, is it strategy? Is it vision to be in five countries? Which one is it? What is it? The strategy of the company or the vision of the company? Or a dream? <laughs> or a dream? So, 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 so the answer really is that that's the vision. Is that that's what I want to achieve? The strategy is how do I get to those mm. five countries and why those five countries specifically and are there another set of five and maybe it should be two or none at all. And and that ability to actually navigate the difference between vision and strategy is critical for me to decide whether a business will scale or not because entrepreneurs who can't differentiate between vision and strategy cannot scale in my opinion. And if they do um, create vision, the questions around why that vision are very important to, to understand. Is there I mean, another great... I mean, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry Al- Alon, I don't want you shouting at me for interrupting. Um, the it's one of the hardest things in the world is to come up with an, a unique idea or a twist in an idea, something that is just wonderful. And I don't know if it's harder to scale it or it is to come up with the original idea. I mean, have you managed to quantify that? Because sometimes a brilliant idea just simply no, no. isn't scalable. So, so the ideas abound. I mean, I'm solicited by literally thousands of people a year with ideas, many of which are brilliant. But to me, I would never back an idea. I would always back an entrepreneur, which we've all heard before. Because an, an entrepreneur, 
and I, I've experienced this. We, we've we, we've invested in a business many years ago, 15 years ago, with two young guys who were selling computers. Today, they have a massive, massive business selling software, and they moved, they changed, and the, the selling computers was a terrible idea, but they were great entrepreneurs. So give great entrepreneur a bad idea, they'll fix it, give give a great idea to a bad entrepreneur and they'll break it. And so, so to me, that that is very easy. Ideas are worth very little to me. And so the ability to execute the strategy versus the operational ability to do the job, those are different, right? Yes. Yeah, so this is a very important nuance. And when I speak to entrepreneurs, they always talk about execution, so to execute no, and every day we go and we're very, very busy. We're in work and there's always there's a client that's screaming or there's a staff member that's left that I have to re- replace. There's always these operational issues. And I might be very good at executing operationally. But what I've seen over the years is that entrepreneurs who are very good at operational execution are very often not so good at strategic execution. And what strategic execution means is that they have the ability to build. So if they're saying our previous vision there to go into five countries, what do I need in order to do that? What are the assets or the processes that I need to build in order to do that? And how do I execute on that versus running the business day-to-day operationally well? And so these entrepreneurs then become addicted to the operational excellence, which is, is, is a good thing, but they need to palm that off to somebody else who can do, be operationally excellent and they need to become strategically excellent in executing strategy not just executing operationally but they may not be the brilliant strategy they may not be the brilliant strategist i mean is it ever okay to outsource your strategy you've got your idea you've created the concept uh, and maybe yes you built the first mcdonald's but you were you know did, i don't know if ray Kroc was brilliant strategically or if he was brilliant operationally i'm not sure but you know other people perhaps you know took it global to, in a better way that that he did, for example, with McDonald's? Well, well, that comes to, so the, the quick answer is it's better if you are strategically great. Sure. Um, but, but many people do outsource that in, a, in the way of a board or an advisory board with, with other individuals with experience and or, that are more strategic can sort of lend a hand to allow the entrepreneur to start thinking strategically because it's a skill set um, that I certainly didn't have in my 20s and early 30s, that I had to evolve to think more strategically versus operationally. And it's very hard when you're thinking about month end to think, to think, um, to think, uh, strategic, sorry, there was a call coming in there. I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> I did. But, you're uh, very popular and very much in so, so for me, it's very important that we, we allow entrepreneurs who are evolving to build that strategic muscle to, to understand the difference between the two thinking and then to build strategic thinking. As I was saying before the phone call, the, it's, it's, um, it's important to understand that entrepreneurs in month end are thinking very operationally. How do I pay salaries? How do I pay rent? And that still is important. So I'm not negating the importance of of operational, um, understanding operational execution, but it's certainly important for scale, and I'm specifically underlining for scale to think strategically. 
It, it takes some sort of brutal truth-telling to oneself, doesn't it? I mean, there's a, a huge amount of sort of reality checks that we have to uh, have. I don't know if you stand in front of the mirror and have those conversations with yourself or whether you just think them out loud, Alon, but that idea of being able to face up to the fact that you don't know everything, you don't, you're not, you, you know, you, you've come up with a great idea, you may have the vision on how to grow it, you may even have the strategy on how to grow it, but until you realize you can't do it all yourself, you are going to be encumbered. Well, as the owner of the brutal quiz, uh, you <laughs> should know the, the, the uh, how important brutal truth is. So, so where this comes from is understanding that strategy is how do I move from A to Z, Z being the vision. First of all, I have to create the vision, and then I, where am I right now? So, so most entrepreneurs, and there's lots of research around this, they delude themselves around where they are right now. They have what they call the, the website version of their realities. Whatever they've put on the website, how wonderful things are, everything's fantastic. And they believe their own PR, they believe themselves. And so when they design strategy, their starting point is not A, it's, it, it might be F. And the, the route from F to Z is a different route than from A to Z. And so for me, when I work with entrepreneurs, I try to understand the ones that scale are the ones that realize that very quickly and are able to be, be at brutal truth. In other words, pure point A, wherever that might be, to be in that place so that they can design strategy better. But unfortunately, most entrepreneurs in the early years are quite defended in the sense that they're putting on a veneer of their success. I was one of those entrepreneurs too. And, and, and so it's very, so to move from that outside veneer into the truth is very difficult. And I look for entrepreneurs who can do that quite easily so that, so that we can build better strategy in order to scale. How much of a problem is the fact that building your business, your big idea, is so intensely personal? Um, it's part of you. It's, you know, it's like uh, an extra finger on the hand or whatever the case might be. And it's, it's kind of hard to separate yourself from the personal aspect of you know, this thing that you've committed all of this time, all of this energy, all of you know, your life savings, potentially, maybe your parents' life savings or your siblings' life savings too. Um, and, you know, nobody else loves it quite the same way as you do or sees it in quite the same way as you do. And that's, a, am sure, a big risk and a, a big problem that you must come up against quite often. Bruce, you know, I was co-founder of an entrepreneurs' organization in South Africa many, many years ago. And when I left, I started something else called SIU, which is Strategic Investors Organization, SIU. And SIO, sorry, SIU. And what that's really about is that is about thinking about your own business strategically because of the point that you made. When I looked at my mentor, who is an investor, what I realized, he was he was not emotional about any investment. He looked at it quite uh, cleanly and 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 with without any bias. Um, and so, to me, what I've tried to do over the years is to become unemotional about my own business. So I see myself as the entrepreneur in a business I have invested in, and then I rate myself. And, and so that I've got two views. I've got the personal view as the entrepreneur in the business, and then I see myself as the investor. It's a great tool this, is to see yourself as an investor in your own business and say, would I invest in this guy? Would I invest in this woman? Would, would, would I do that? And if not, then obviously you're making the wrong decisions. 
And that to be able to actually elevate yourself above yourself is an incredibly important skill uh, to learn. I unfortunately learned that a little too late in life. No, but it's so important, isn't it? And that, that ability to apply rigor, not only to yourself and your idea, but to your strategies as well. And, and almost have an out-of-body experience, if you like, looking at this idea objectively. Yeah, so, so there's um, a guy called Vern Harnish, who actually was the founder of EO globally. Uh, it was then called YEO, Young Entrepreneurs Organization. He wrote a book called, I think it was called The Rockefeller Habits in the first version, later called Scale. And what he uh, was trying to understand is why so many businesses at the $1 million mark basically failed. So 96% of businesses in the U.S. are below $1 million dollars and try and understand why they die at that point or don't go beyond that point. And one of the things that he concluded was that they were really bad at strategy. And, and part of that bad at strategy was that they were so busy putting out fires and dealing with the day-to-day operational stuff that they weren't thinking about their business. But if you ask me, how did I get from Durban to, uh, to Durban? I'd say the N3. But I ask you one single question, is there violence on the N3? And now you get a different answer. Maybe there's a different route. That ability to pl- apply questions and rigor to the thinking is what creates better strategy. And that, to me, is what I look for in the entrepreneurs. Can they ask themselves better questions? And will they take on questions from external people? And uh, that ability is absolutely critical. I mean, you think you're working for yourself, but you are working for your investors, aren't you? I mean, you are... You're never quite as self-sufficient and as independent as you would like to think you are because you're always going to be dependent on somebody. So learn to suck it up a little and learn to listen and learn to pay attention. Absolutely. And I see it's – I always listen to you, Bruce, because that's the person I learn the most from. Oh, nonsense. Thank you, Alon Reyes. <laughs> you need a hobby, Alon. Maybe stamp collecting or something. Alon Reyes, lovely to have you. Thank you very, very much indeed for joining us this evening. Alon Reyes is the founder and chief executive at Reyes Corp. Some fabulous insights as to um, how you can assess whether or not a business will be able to scale or will it, whether it won't. And it actually has got less to do with what it does than who it is who is behind what it hopes to achieve that matters most. In a moment, Warren Ingram, director at Galileo Capital, is a personal financial advisor. He is a regular contributor to The Money Show. And tonight, a really thorny problem. If you've invested in an offshore pension with your offshore allowance, you may very well have a problem. That and other questions, plus whatever else you want to raise with us, frankly, is an open line. Anything you want to talk about on 011-883-0702-021-446-0567 or WhatsApp on 072-702-1702.